0: Oh yeah, we're getting sound. And it's a little bit reverb. Yo. A <laughs> little bit
1: reverb or too much reverby.
0: Nah, it's, it's
1: fine. Just had a shit ton of reverb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> reverb all the way We're up. a lo-fi
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> lo-fi and low budget. You lo-fi of-
0: podcast to study slash chill too. <laughs>
1: guys, guys, ever heard of uh,
0: Cometown?
2: We're like the lo-fi version of Cometown. Yeah. Twitter? Yes. What is the handle on you? Uh, youth n, and it's just the letter n. Okay. And then it's supposed to be lust, but it's i u s t. Y o u t h n l u s. Yeah, and it's an i instead of an l because somebody else took that name. Okay. Or you could just tag time bomb pro, whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah, plug time bomb.
2: Oh, we will.
1: Yeah. Oh, this is the whole reason it's on. It's type bomb. They were plugging Eric Morrison. Yeah, Let's be Eric honest, Morrison. Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just some fucking. <laughs> who puts on wrestling shows.
3: <laughs>
1: hey, man, you said it, not me, okay? Just remember that. <laughs> Try not to get yourself canceled today. <laughs> I was told this
2: was come, I was told this was come town, but lo fi. <laughs>
1: Well, this has been a lovely evening. I'm going to go home now. Yeah, <laughs> this
2: is all we need.
4: Man, Money is all we got. And cut. Okay, coming out. Come town fi You mean the backyard? Whoa.
1: I mean, while Luke D is just vehemently scrolling through Twitter right now, this is the NHP radio show backing at it. Starting? Long time coming. Oh, I'm starting right now, aren't I? I mean... It's not my fault they you 45 minutes late.
0: <laughs> That's a natural entrance,
2: what we just did. <laughs> the most natural as you can get. You can call that a cold open. It's the most authentic podcast I've ever listened to. You've been on a podcast before? Yes. Uh, I've never done an in-person one, though. Oh, really? I've been on plenty of ones like over Zoom. You ever do cams? Insane. Uh, yeah, I did it on... I, they literally just called my phone, though, and did that. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: what they
1: did with uh, Tony from Chaotic Entity. Okay, horror. We did that with Tim. And we Sean. did do that with Tim, and it was uh, probably some of the best soundbites we ever got, probably this entire <laughs> show. So we're actually even better... It's actually better when we get guys like this in studio... Because there's no escape. Like Timmy could have hung up the phone anytime he wanted to. <laughs> Eric is just here. Yeah, he's got no choice. You though. can we, put me on the hot seat. We locked the doors and bolted <laughs> them. You're not leaving until this interview is over. <laughs> God is going to start grilling me about why I do shows at the now canceled. Right. <laughs> Whoa. No. Yeah, would would you? Him? Would you? Would you please enlighten me on this subject? I have not heard of this.
2: Uh, the <laughs> uh, <laughs> are now canceled apparently because oh, they. One of, they rehired, like, one of their bouncers and I guess he's, like, a rapist or something and the whole, like, Fargo noise scene is going after him now. Damn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have a show
1: schedule there until, like, May of next year. <laughs> I am so well, out of, my, my, apparently uh, my you nose know, is not just a... Oh, know, I, I barely, I music barely music. saw it yesterday.
2: Yeah, just,
0: Kristen told me music. about it yesterday yeah. Uh, yeah. and I was like, well, I mean, really, are they gonna stop throwing shows there? Like, make any sense. I saw a bunch of people, like, sense.
2: sharing it and I was like, you are not gonna stop going to shows at the... <laughs> Just like, don't even play. <laughs> right, or if
0: you got offered the chance to play
1: it, like yeah, you turn it down, it, yeah. Like, yeah. like, it's like, yeah. Am I stupid? I know yeah. I'm gonna get at least hundred people there, minimum, to coming to my show. Of yeah, I'm gonna have a show there. I'm
2: waiting for somebody to come after me, and I'm just like, you find me somewhere else. That's okay with like a bunch of broken glass all over the
1: place right. and like minimal cleanup. Like, I hear I'm not gonna find it. <laughs> I hear your point, but you try to find me a better spot where I can sell. And know I'm gonna sell, and they're cool with me doing it. Yeah. (laughs) If you guys haven't figured it out right now, we're here with Eric Morrison, the founder, the CEO, the uh, just just the king, just king shit in general of Time Bob Pro Wrestling. Eric Morrison. He's basically the Midwest version of Vince McMahon. Oh shit.
0: No (laughs) chance, that's what you got.
1: You're fired. So Eric, obviously coming from a smaller town, Grand Forest, North Dakota, can you kinda of give us a life of, of the reason of where you came from to decide like you know what? I'm gonna do wrestling. This is like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life, knowing people that do this stuff. And so what gets um, you into this kind of business?
2: So like for the people that know me, I used to book like punk shows and stuff, and I kinda just got burnt out on that, wasn't into it anymore, and I discovered these videos, because I had always been a fan of wrestling, I discovered these videos from New York City with this wrestler named Casanova Valentine, and he was doing these no-ring shows in, like, bars and shit where they're just, like, breaking glass all over the place, all that craziness. no
1: rules, no holds bar kind Yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah,
2: like, not traditional wrestling at all. And I just saw that and figured that was something that, like, I could do because it was so similar to, like, the chaos that you see at, like, hardcore punk shows or, like, even, like, rap shows and stuff like that. Like, it's not that different, and then... I kind of found out that the booking process of all of it is kind of the same as like booking a hardcore punk show something like that. So, I mean, you did book Casanova. Yeah, he was on like the second show. Yeah. And that was kind of like him to like get his blessing for like doing it and everything cuz he's pretty protective of like the whole gimmick and everything. Sure. So, that's kind of how that came about. I don't know if that answers your question fully or not.
1: No, it definitely does. He's like I love how you brought the fact that you started out and like doing punk shows and stuff cuz if people don't know the man who Eric Morrison is, like, obviously you guys know him as this guy doing Time Bomb Pro Wrestling. But most people know at a younger age, this man was doing Spirit of Youth. We're doing punk shows all over the Midwest, all over, you know, the north, the Northeast, doing these shows. And do you think that you just kind of, like you said, you got burnt out on the punk scene? You just kind of think, like, I've seen all these people and the kind of genres they like for music and, like, their entertainment and their TV side. You know what? Maybe it's, like... How can I combine my musical taste and my passion for wrestling into one show? And I think that's what I love about your show is more than anything else. You actually bring bands into play in between intermissions.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, that's the big thing is, like, I don't have my finger on the pulse of, like, the local wrestling scene. So, like, I knew at the start I wasn't going to bring those people in. I wasn't going to get 100 just wrestling fans at my first show. So I had to, like, mix that and, like... I think, like, there was, like, four bands on the first time bomb show, like, okay. Indy Deer, uh, Mobina Galore, I can't remember who else was, Mall was on there, but, yeah, I mean, like, that was just, like, the whole thing was, like, it has to be, like, there has to be a bridge there, like you said, and I mean, I think it worked out really good, because, like, even at, like, now I'm doing shows with, like, a legit wrestling ring, and, like, at Sanctuary, like, full-on wrestling shows, and it's still mostly, like, music scene people. I think that's super cool, and, like, something that I, like, want to stick to, is that it's not just, like, indie wrestling fans, it's, like, music scene kids and wrestling fans, and there's a nice, like, connection there, because, like... The it's kind of in- like two cultures
1: clashing at once. Yeah. they kind of fit in a way, like, so... But it also kind of, even that way, it helps people talk about the turmoil in, like, wrestling and music, how it's all kind of entwined. And I love how you've done that with a brand, especially around here, where, you know, everybody here is so angry at themselves and their parents that, like... Yeah, I go break lights and listen to death metal and punk music all day. Like, that's yeah, like, right I, up my alley. I
2: feel <laughs> like seeing, like light tubes break and stuff is the same kind of release that like some kids get from like push pitting or moshing at a show Mm -hmm. or something like that like i I do think there's like a nice like adrenaline and it kind of helps people like ease their minds and shit and it's cool like i i never really thought of it that way until i started seeing like people's reactions to the shows and stuff and
1: i think it's super cool
3: holy shit yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) so
1: as you can tell we as you know, we've been to a lot of your shows. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been functional. I mean, myself, personally. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm exactly, yep. you know, proud of it, but there might be some pictures of there and me and shows and my shirt off. <laughs> With uh, a he... Eating lollipops and stuff. But, I, know, like, out like, of another
2: dude's mouth. That's
1: all, yeah. like, elect- all, all, <laughs> you can't prove it unless you were there.
2: With a uh, he who <laughs> shall not be named.
1: Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad, because, like, at one point I was talking to him after the show, and I was talking to him about, like, hey, man, you're so good. And he's kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, like... Like, buddy, I was selling your bit for you yeah. as best as I could, and you're going to treat me like I'm some kind of dick or what? Like,
2: that dude was probably the biggest asshole I've ever right. worked with, and like, and like and ever. Like, yeah. like,
1: a month later, it was like, oh, my God, listen this guy. This guy's a dick, and I'm like, yeah. you know what? I now I, now yeah. I don't feel so bad about <laughs> being a dick for me. That made so much more sense.
2: I remember we were at Sledsters, and some guy walked up to him and was like, so I got to ask, like, how did you come up with the whole, like, dick gimmick? And he was just like, you can just Google it. I was like, oh, man, this guy is like a legitimate asshole. Like, fuck this guy. It's <laughs> not a bit. This is just...
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Enough about that guy. Talking about bits I know, Because, like I said, like, I'm, a, I'm a diehard pile mob guy. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. My favorite guy I ever saw was the fucking renaissance man. Oh, man. Ricky Norton. <laughs> I know he's getting a lot of flack right now on Twitter. And deservedly so. <laughs> But, holy fuck, I've never seen a guy come out there, tell somebody he's gonna, that he's going to make his opponent suffer for art, brings out a blank canvas, cuts a guy, and paints a fucking picture with the guy's blood. That then, is legitimately some of the best... Backstory and like persona I've ever seen in wrestling at any level. That is fucking hardcore genius. And then
2: he sold it to somebody after the show, which is even better. Yeah, no, somebody has that hanging above their couch in their living room.
1: That's that is a money maker and a half. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about he came out now. If you don't, if you don't follow the independent wrestling here in the Midwest, like Ricky Norton had just retired, he's become. He's become ordained. <laughs> and apparently him and like, the Fargo music scene are having a real battle, of, uh, having a real holy war right now in Fargo.
3: With yeah. Ricky and
1: I've been seeing everything going on. And if you don't want to answer this question or not, I get like kayfabe and stuff. Is, but is Ricky Noren turning heel for the bit? Or is Ricky Noren just legitimately lost the fucking plot?
2: Okay. So I'm going to be completely honest here. I haven't talked to Ricky since the last time I booked him at the okay. which was mid October. Okay. So I haven't talked to him since. He I didn't really talk to him because I didn't have any shows booked. And then he retired on Twitter. It's surprisingly it. like, I mean, like, nowhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Retired. I? And I mean like not to like pull back the curtain too much, but Ricky has always like dealt with like mental health problems and stuff. So I, I figured it was part of that. Like he's like done what he wants to, he doesn't he doesn't like it anymore. Cool, like just retire. And like a month goes by and all of a sudden he just like is starting shit with everybody on Twitter and stuff. Like I knew that he was like dabbling in religious like religion and shit, but like I didn't know it went that far where like like you said, like he's legitimately lost the plot. Like mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him at all. I said that he's not welcome at shows anymore because he's being an asshole to like all the music scene people that I know. And I I don't know what his deal is, man. I I seriously don't like.
1: Because I saw your tweet and said, like, Ricky Norton is no longer, like, no longer a lot of shows like you said. Yeah, and yeah. I thought at first, I'm like, you know what? At first, as a person just being a Twitter person, I thought, oh, God, Ricky Norn's lost the plot. But the same thing, me being a wrestling fan going, it's a great no, bit. It's, no, no, it's Eric. Is Eric buying into this bit? Is this a fucking bit? Cause this is, if it is, honestly. <laughs> it's, it, it, if Ricky's just pulling a bit at everybody, again, I'm going to say, that's a goddamn genius. He really Yeah, I, I mean, like,
2: he's always gotten along with Garrett from right. Mall and stuff, so, like, I, I it, thought it was a bit, right. and then, like, I, I tried reaching out to him, and I didn't hear back, and so I was just like, okay, this must not be a bit, and... What happened happened, and I said that he's not allowed at Time Bomb anymore. And he put out some statement. I mean, it, right? And it, that's the weird thing is it kind of comes off campy, but then you try and like reach out to him about it, and he's dead serious about it. And, like,
1: and that's the thing too. It's funny because like everybody came out and saying like, "Oh, like you're just you're being too like bringing religion with stuff," and he called you know Fargo being the sin bin, like, Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. The best part about it was that everybody started doing that. I think the, my favorite part about it, like I said, it's not fun to make fun of it, but like if it is a bit. Everybody came after him saying that, like, you know, but there's not, like, Fargo's not that way and stuff. And he decided that he was going to make a Christian rock festival <laughs> in Fargo. And I thought, oh my God. I, I hope. I, <laughs> if I didn't love this man any more than I could, I will. I, this is the one time in my life I'm really going to root for the villain right now because this is too goddamn. He's
2: trying, cool. he's trying to book, like, Sunshine Fest or something <laughs> in like, Fargo. It's like.
1: Like a, it's like a train wreck. You can't stop and look, watch what right in front of you. And then, I'm totally rooting for the train right now.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, I unfollowed him from everything just because I got tired of seeing it, but, like, I've looked at his Twitter recently, and, like, he just cannot stop talking about Time Bomb. I'm just, like, if this is a bit, like, if he's doing this and even, like, working me, like, that's great, right. but... This is for
1: all of us, but yeah. if not, it's going to blow up all of our faces. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my God, we're <laughs> the assholes. Yeah,
2: exactly, yeah, so...
1: And that's where we're at right now, dude. Yeah,
2: but, uh, I mean, like, he, uh, he said what he said, and Fargo is not a fan of Ricky Norrin right now, that's for sure, so...
1: I don't care what anybody says. Unless you've seen a man take a weed whacker to the back, <laughs> that man will always be okay in my book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... I will never do ever in my entire life. His
2: last match in Minneapolis was crazy. Like, um, he wrestled Super Thunderfrog. Oh,
1: And God. Thunderfrog
2: jumped off, like, a story-tall, like, balcony at this bar in the middle of Minneapolis and just, like, jumped off of that onto Ricky. And Ricky went through, like, two barbed wire doors... It was insane. Like, if he's got some issues up there, like, like he's not all there, I, I would blame it on the wrestling, honestly. He's done some stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> CTE is very real. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this segment has been way better than I had ever expected it to be so far. Can we get, like, a five-minute break so I can just, like, kind of calm down a little bit and we'll come right back? And yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is NGP Radio Show. We're cooking Chris guns over here in the corner. Cooking some, some nice, some nice, nice breakfast corn dogs for us. He's got a nice griddle oh, over there. Very Johnson right that, that griddle the, with the pink bib. <laughs> this has been the Entry Radio Show with Eric Morrison. We'll be right back here after this short commercial break.
2: Cas,
0: leave this
4: shit here till after work. No. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Why would you ask such an insulin question in my kitchen? God, you are such a <laughs>
1: cocksucker! It's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> <like, not a, laughs> you so, so bad,
4: you, <laughs> you're the biggest cocksucker. Right it's now. just because I know big words. That's literally all it is. That's literally all it is. All it is. No, it's not. No, I'm telling no, <laughs> no, you,
0: just, just like you're a pussy. That's not
2: a
3: big word. <laughs> <laughs> a it, is, it is for a six-year-old. <laughs>
2: There's five letters. There. <laughs> shit. Chris made you pancakes. least second grade.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. How
4: you I made your pussy-ass pancake sausages, <laughs> man.
2: Not worth it. Will <laughs> <laughs> you convince me to never hang out with you again? Like I said, years of mistreatment. <laughs> <It> finally, <laughs> boiled, <laughs> finally boiled over.
0: <laughs> of course, you can leave your stuff. Nah, no, I'm probably gonna take it. Uh, I just <laughs> he changed his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why
1: the All this <laughs> well, I realized I didn't want to interact with him again Miss <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, we're listening to the Entropy Radio Show. Sadly, these unintellectuals are the cream of the crap. And well, you know, there's no other way but straight to the do you know what the Macho Man is saying? Entropy Cream. Macho Man. Snap into a Slim Jim. If these warriors aren't the future of independent podcasting, then the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, Ooh. Macho Man, Randy Savage. It's going to have to show the real meaning of being Yo. These are we
2: back? are starting oh, we're
0: clear, back. We're back.
2: Okay. <clears throat> we're back. This is the Entropy Radio Show Reboot. Uh, we're here with Eric Morrison, uh, creator, owner, CEO of Time Bomb Pro Wrestling. Um, glad to have you here, Eric. Thanks so much for being Thank with Thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, so I put together a little game last night uh, with Chris we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play it, see how it goes for you guys. Oh, um, you know, today's day and age, it's harder and harder to kind of differentiate between what's real and what's fake in the media. you know what I'm talking about. So I'm I put together a game show called Onion or Authentic. Uh, basically, I'm gonna read off real headlines. And they're either going to be onion headlines or authentic headlines. And you guys are going to guess. And I'm going to keep score, And we're going to see who is the best at sussing out fake news. Before
1: we start, I want to help, uh, thank our chef over here, um, Pink Pikachu, for bringing us this lovely fruit butter. A.K.A. Chris Glenn. A.K.A. Chris Glenn wearing a Pikachu onesie and a kitchen bib. And a bucket hat. <laughs> and a bucket hat. Let
4: me see that. Bucket hat has Squirtle on it, bitch. It's not even a (laughs) kangle. It's not even a kangle. Okay. All right, we're getting (laughs) off track. New York in the (laughs) 1990s? Shut up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, first headline A New Zealand city is taking its official wizard off the payroll after two decades.
1: That's definitely real.
4: Yeah, that's gotta be real. It's pretty down under, so I'm gonna go with real. Wow. Chris? I think it's real. Wizard is a term that they use for you know people in high rankings and stuff like the KKK. <laughs> took, well, the, took the bit right out of my mouth. <laughs> you guys are all you guys are all perfect. To start. that is
2: an actual real fucking game show. Hey, or, you. real story. <laughs> this this is a game show. Uh, it's probably not that real. Um, okay, moving on. Are we even real? <laughs> You're not real, man. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> all right, number two. Scores score is tied to one for everybody. Uh, (laughs) I thought it was like all three of us playing together, not everybody. No. (laughs) My bad. Amazon fires employees who didn't clock
1: out after getting buried in rubble. True. (laughs) That's got to be... For the sake of humanity, that's got to be Onion. Yeah, I'm going Onion. Let's say Onion.
3: As much okay.
2: as that could be true, I'm going Onion. All right, everybody got it but Sam. It is an Onion story. thing. <laughs> <you>. oh, <yeah. laughs> I I kind of thought I might get you guys because there was a story not too long ago that was real where like Amazon didn't let their people leave this warehouse in Kentucky during those uh, fucking the tornadoes. tornadoes. Yeah. And people like died in their warehouse because they wouldn't let them leave. Right, it's it's very realistic. Yeah. Like, yeah. The Onion's crossing a line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Sam is the only one who doesn't have two right now, so I'm mo- moving on. Um, it's fine. Pussy! Yeah. <laughs> Lakers fans frustrated with volatile hot dog prices in crypto.com arena.
4: That's gotta, oh, gotta be true. <laughs> I'm gonna say true. Yeah, that's so that's many true. buzzwords. I'll stick with the onion.
2: Anyone who's been to Hollywood knows that's true. Only Cam got this one. That's actually not a real story. What? Yeah, you know, it's an onion story. Dude, I paid. Hey. I went to Hollywood once and paid twenty five dollars for a crab cake sandwich. So <laughs> I was, I was convinced this was true. <laughs> I, I, I would believe it. I mean, Los Angeles, like I could easily see paying twenty five dollars for a fucking just pony dog or something yeah. like that. You know. Um,
1: okay, moving on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why would they be serving Coney Dogs in L.A.? That makes zero sense. You know what I mean. <laughs>
2: Especially in a place called the Crypto.com <laughs> That's God. the
1: old Staples Center, by the way. They,
2: they, they renamed it to Crypto Such a We live in a great time. <laughs> Seriously. Hey,
1: whoever wants to pay the bill, you can put your name up there. <laughs> um. Okay.
2: American Airlines removes passenger who wouldn't stop doing pull-ups. I got a little bit of the the story here. Mid-flight, somewhere between Phoenix and Boston, a gentleman stood up from his seat and started doing pull-ups on the overhead bin. Repeatedly, when asked to stop by passengers and crew members, (laughs) according to the report, the plane flown by American Airlines actually had to make an unscheduled landing so the passenger could be removed. This is a lesson to us all. We have to get our work in before we board. God, I hope that's where's true. That, where's that, that, that flight going
1: to? Between Phoenix and Boston. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Was the guy Italian? <laughs> Probably. Because <laughs> if he's Italian, it's true. Hmm? Yeah.
2: Everyone's saying true? If he's going to Boston, it's true. I'll
4: say the onion.
2: Okay, Chris, you're wrong.
1: Everybody else got it right. <laughs> That's a real story. Hey, what's happened? the
2: problem, man? I'm yeah. doing my fucking pull-ups.
1: If you should have gave us his name, if you would have gave us his name, I could have told you for sure. Yeah.
2: Gino. Uh, if, it with, if it ends with Eno or it's Insano,
1: definitely, it's definitely true. <laughs> All right, you guys got
2: to listen closely to this one. Northfield plans to plan strategic plan.
4: I'm gonna say Facts. true. That's true. I'm gonna say true because I work in a government office and that sounds exactly like some sort of email that we would get. Yeah, I'm, I'm with
1: everybody else. I'm gonna say it's true, but if it is true, the person who wrote, who edited the headline should be fired because I never should have made the press. <laughs>
2: This is the only one that wasn't, like, an actual, like a, a web story. I found a picture of, like, an actual <laughs> fucking, like, newspaper headline that said this. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. North, Northfield, Minnesota, wherever that is. Shout out to Northfield. <laughs> it's a true story. So everybody got that right, I think, right? You all said it. Yeah, we were all true. Yeah, yeah man. All right. Uh, Cam's in the lead, five. Uh, he's got five. Chris and Sam have three. Eric has four. So oh, shit. Nipping on his heels. It's on fucker. Right. I'm
1: going to try my best here.
2: Okay. Next one, F.A. confirms Wembley is not being turned into a giant lasagna. Onion. That's onion. was one more time? F.A. confirms Wembley is not being turned into a giant lasagna. That's onion
1: bordering on hard to Like, test. I want it to be onion, but it's almost so onion, it's gotta be true. So I'm gonna go with True. <laughs> It's, act- it's actually real. Yes! It?
3: It
1: Can we get
2: some context on this story? Yeah, I'm opening it, it up it's all headlines, <laughs> <Yeah>. baby. Well, <laughs> I'll go into it. So apparently, like, uh, some 29-year-old douche in fucking London sent, like, a prank message to a group of friends. It was, like, a parody that's saying that Wembley Stadium was going to be turned into a giant lasagna, and it went viral in, in the UK, and everyone was going crazy about it. <laughs> so it, it got so viral to the point where the F.A. had to, like, Release a statement saying, "No, Wembley is not going to be turned into a lasagna. It's still a stadium." (laughs) That's how fucking stupid people. That's a great troll
1: job (laughs) in a while.
2: (laughs) So. Cam, Cam, you said it was real? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm just imagining, like, Cam, you know when there's, the like, there. wildfires and they have, like, the giant bags on the helicopters with water? I'm imagining, like, meat sauce and they're just dropping into the door <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> trying <to> build, <laughs> trying to build this giant
1: lasagna. <laughs> Those di- giant, like, Chinook helicopters
2: <laughs> dumping cheese on there. Yeah.
1: My <laughs> question is, once you get all the ingredients into the stadium, how do you bake it? How do you get it hotter to bake that lasagna you while warming? Summer. Yeah, global warming. I'm gonna eat it when I'm dead. <laughs> my, so my my great grandchildren going to eat it. To it's eat the, the entire it. population
0: to spray aerosol right above it.
1: You
2: see, the globalists they, they can change the weather at any time they want. What they're gonna do is they're gonna turn it up to 250 degrees. Low and slow, baby. Low and slow. It's, it's like a crock pot, you know, but a globalist
1: crock pot. <laughs> <laughs>
4: We have the documents! <laughs>
2: Jamie, can you pull that one up? <laughs> Alright, moving on. Um, people should wear a face mask during sex, researchers suggest. Well, yeah. True. Two of them. <laughs> and two <laughs> condoms.
3: <laughs> better better safe than sorry.
2: Yeah. So, what are we saying here? True. Let's go, let's go around. Yeah. Sam, true, true. Everyone's saying true. On you. No. Sorry, Chris. Everyone, <laughs> it is true that it's a WebMD story. They recommend everyone wears
1: masks while having sex. You hear that, Cam? Well, yeah. I, I bet they also I don't want to know if me. a girl with syphilis was spitting on me in the middle of sex <laughs> each his own, then.
0: <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ fucking fruit over
1: here. I think he's living in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> Thought we were opening up here.
2: <laughs> Alright. Um, Denver optometrist not sure why he has a gay cult following. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's definitely true. <laughs> Over the past several years, Podreski Forty Four has c- cultivated a large and devoted following among g- gay men nationwide, and the whirlwind of attention and adoration perplexes him. He just got one of those faces.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna say nah. That's definitely onion. This is like no one's like, yeah, come here because of the freaking the butt stuff. <laughs> this is a legitimate office people. All right, go around the room one more time. What are what are our votes here? It's real. It's real. It's real. It's onion. It's onion.
2: Something.
1: Cam is on top of this. He's he running away. Do you want to know guy. why? Because I'm a I'm a Tupac disciple, okay? And Tupac said it best. Don't believe everything you read, Alize and Weed. And you live half life. Here, here.
2: Well, I think Cam Cam has the victory locked up because I only have I only had a total of uh of ten. I think you've gotten all of them so far. We're through eight. Um it's pretty good. Eric, second five. Eric has five, Sam has four, Chris has three. Chris,
1: you are not good at stuff. But you know what he <laughs> is good at?
2: That's what talking.
4: my mom
1: those corn dogs. As long as those corn dogs are gonna be good, we don't really care how you play it in this game, Christian. <laughs> Alright, here's a good one. Okay.
2: Critics warn Biden's fans. plan to remove lead pipes would put millions of potential murder weapons in circulation. Can you repeat that? Critics warn Biden's plan to remove lead pipes would put millions of potential murder weapons. Oh yeah, gotta be fucking. That's brandy. true. That's
1: definitely true. That's true. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, I mean, so Brandon. <laughs> Have you seen gas prices lately? <laughs> Anything to invoke fear on the people? That's definitely. Let me not tell, not tell you guys. I went to the gas station
2: a couple days ago. I saw a sticker of Biden. It said, "I did that." And I was like, "Damn." Gotta <laughs> be true. So Cam and Eric say it's true. Chris says too. Sam. Onion, onion. It is an onion story. I was like, that just sounds like something super fucking sarcastic. Right. It's all like It's kind of a, the, the the first line That's is pretty the good. Shit. Denouting Biden's plan, the denouncing the Biden administration's plan to replace every lead pipe in the nation's water systems. Critics warned Thursday that such an initiative would put millions of potential murder weapons into circulation across American cities. (laughs) The president is proposing a dangerous new government program that would place deadly weapons in the hands of violent criminals, said Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas. (laughs) He's he's trying to get rid of the lead
1: pipes. And all they're going to do
2: is they're going to turn these into Uzis, AR-15s. First, First, This is all part of the plan.
1: First the soup for my family, now this. (laughs) Wait,
2: so Cam, you actually got that one wrong for the first time. I did. Everybody else got it right, though. That's pretty good. All right. Um, last one. Hockey team apologizes for degrading cash grab for teachers. That's, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah, Everybody true. was mad about that, so that's definitely true. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go with true because I want the point. It's actually, it's actually both. So you, you guys got a free point either way. The Onion did a story about it, and it's actually a real fucking
1: <laughs> That's how you know we live in hell. <laughs> <level>. Exactly. <laughs> no defense. Right. He's gotta stop taking the blue pill, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or is the Onion just
2: like The Simpsons, just predicting shit? <laughs> right. it could be either one. It is. Well, hey, good job, guys. Cam, you won. You got nine, which is very, very impressive. Shit. That's an A. I'm a lot smarter than I look sometimes. Eric, solid showing. You got seven. Sam got Sam also got seven. You came on strong there at the end. Chris, you got five. Hey, suck. suck. Just keep cooking, baby. Yeah, yeah. just keep keep your ass in the kitchen. Hey man, (laughs) if
4: if I shoot fifty percent, I'm gonna have at least two babies in my life. (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) You've had sex with five women. Or, that, math, oh.
2: that math doesn't quite work out, but all right. Never expected to be a mathematician. Hey, thanks for believing in me. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break here. Probably eat some corn dogs. Uh, this has been the Entry Radio Show with special guest Eric Morrison. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, guys.
1: <laughs> Sometimes recreationally sucking cock does not make me gay. <laughs> that makes you a professional. It makes
4: me a hobbyist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Christ. <laughs> <laughs> me sandwich, that's not good. That's for all the hot eighteen, seventeen year old girls eating you know, their fake handies at the bar. Hey, did I've seen that video. Yeah, man.
3: <laughs> like Matthew McConaughey. Well
1: yeah. I, I want they also. I don't want no girl with sipless spitting on me in the middle of a sex. <laughs>
0: Teach his own then. <laughs> 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 Starting it on here. As soon as we're rolling,
1: uh, and we're rolling, we're doing the Dream Theater one. How the fuck has Metropolis Part Two not been made into a Broadway fucking musical? <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's what you want to start. Don't yes,
1: dude. Fucking, start fucking start yes, I do. That's the greatest thing to start. How the fuck does Green Day have a Broadway musical? They're a punk band talking about bringing down the corporation in a musical. Made by the corporation. It makes no fucking sense. Okay?
4: You know why? Because the Yeah, that's not dick. punk. <laughs> the industry's dick, Billy Joel's mouth.
1: Huh? Avril Lavigne uh-huh. is talking uh-huh. about making a musical uh-huh. adaptation over the song Skater Blair right now. Uh-huh. And we're not gonna do Metropolis uh-huh. Part 2? Uh-huh. The music, uh-huh. great. great. album. Concept, fucking mind-blowing. Hope it's made for to theater. The th- it's a theatrical play made by a band called Dream Theater. Mm. <laughs> okay, I wasn't in on it until you sold me with that I'm line. I'm just
2: imagining people trying to dance to like the dance of eternity in right
1: the <laughs> like, or, 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 like, through, or, through her eyes and shit. Dancing like, in like 7-8. <laughs> bro, that album is so banging and the concept is so mind-blowing. How is that not a musical play? But fuck it, let's make fucking Jesus of Burby a goddamn... Goddamn Broadway play. Hey
4: man, Twenty One Guns.
1: That's not even the same album. You did <laughs> no,
2: <no>, Yeah, Chris, <laughs> a
4: fucking idiot. I just leave. What am I, an American? Just dude? keep cooking my breakfast, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I'll cook your breakfast when I'm goddamn good and ready. With you <laughs> right now. You don't uh,
2: yeah,
1: tempt
4: me with a good time.
2: I honestly had never even heard of Dream Theater until you started bringing them up. Like. They, uh, they were my favorite band, like, 10 years ago, yeah. Sweet.
1: They've been my favorite band for, like, 10 years. <laughs> just, really good.
2: <laughs> I'm just imagining a bunch of people trying to dance to this.
1: It's going to be awesome, dude. It'd be so good. Hey, we need to get... If we need Stephen Sondheim on the phone, I guarantee he can do it. Because any guy who <laughs> can do it, it's Stephen Sondheim.
4: Is he dead... Or that, or that
1: Mexican dude that's always wiping off the ground. Ellen
2: oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> like a candle in the wind. Dude, RIP Stephen Sondheim. He died November 26, 2021. Uh, Literally, like <laughs> a month ago. <laughs> you missed your Three shot, weeks man. ago, yeah. Now you have to call Stephen Seagal. <laughs> oh,
1: <man. laughs>
2: that's cry. your only other option. <laughs>
1: Well, it's always eating a bullet, I guess. Well, their names
2: sound similar. They have to be similar. (laughs)
1: I'd rather
4: pull the show off the air. (laughs) Right? (laughs) All right.
2: This is the first and last Enchopito
1: reboot. (laughs) Until the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
2: Damn, we really got a lot to say.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Ken, keep going. Yeah.
2: Talk about Green Day. Talk about the globalists.
1: Talk <laughs> about. See, all these globalists around here—nothing but a bunch of lizard people, okay? <laughs> and they're putting, they're putting, they're putting Listery in the water and it's making all the frogs gay. I don't
2: like them putting chemicals in the
1: water that's turning the freaking frogs gay.
3: <laughs> hey, hate. Hey. I know it is. I read the paper. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Everything I say is a proven. <laughs> Bro, I think it was hydrogen, Like the chemical that uh that Is like turning all the frogs gay Just leaching into the water supply From all like uh the chemicals That we have going on and shit In our like supplies And it's turning all the frogs gay
1: I mean like you think about that We should really get Jared on the show Like our like chief like
0: Toxic man <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was, told this, I was told our chief is
2: <laughs> Our chief male toxicity correspondent, yeah. Jerry Birch. <laughs> Haven't you guys watched Jurassic Park? They put the frog DNA in the dinosaurs yeah, and that's how they yeah. can eat, because frogs can transition. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting away from this topic before I say something that'll get me canceled.
4: <laughs> Yo, well, let me see that mic. How's it going, audience? Here's a new word for you today. Today's word is parthenogenesis. Would anybody here like to venture a guess as to what that is? No.
2: Man, you got any more, Sunny D?
4: <coughs> yes. <laughs> All
2: right, we're just gonna leave it at that.
4: Parthenogenesis. <laughs> Care to elaborate, Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, let me see that shit. Here, I'll you trade the you the right? I'll yeah. trade you the mic Jesus. for the Sunny D. Uh, so parthenogenesis is like a crazy biological, like exploitation almost. Like uh, like when you're playing a video game, it's not quite a cheat code. It's like the uh, it's like the thing in the original Mario game where you can take a shell and keep throwing it against the stairs and jumping to get infinite lives, right? <laughs> that's a, that's what I would call an exploit. To also, exploit. A nice push. Thank you. Um, but parthenogenesis is this crazy phenomenon where female, um, like, counterparts of a species can. Make fertile babies out of nothing.
1: So, like asexually, on oh Asexually, like, Jesus. like the Virgin Mary. So every, so every, so you're saying that every single person is Jesus. In
4: that, I'm... in that
1: situation, immaculate
4: conception. If, if yeah. Jesus was a lizard person, so there really, wow.
1: so there's a Jesus in a lizard. So. There's a baby lizard that's now the baby Jesus
4: lizard. So you're tell a, me
1: there is actually a lizard king. There was a band in the nineties. called <laughs> Is that what you're trying Jesus to tell me, Chris? His
4: name is Gizzard. <laughs> king
1: Gizzard. He's a lizard wizard, man. <laughs> 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 but I'm serious. So think about it. What you're saying is that I feel a like Mac- Ricky Norin we lost a the plot. There's an concepted lizard. Would he not be the lizard king? The king of all lizards. The savior. Hypothetically speaking, of course. Because everybody knows that lizard people aren't real. Allegedly.
4: I'm just hung up on the fact that you think, like, lizard people existing is, like, the problem here.
1: I, I, like, I say the problem. I'm just saying, is it possible?
4: No, no, I'm just saying with, like, your, your arrow of reasoning, wouldn't it be more dependent on whether or not he's got, um, you know, divine... Slash um, royal lineage as opposed to just being a lizard person that was born asexually because lizards, you know, we were just pe- talking about it, they can reproduce asexually, so that's just sort of a lizard thing. It's not
2: thing. so special, it's just, it just happens. It doesn't make you Jesus.
1: So I guess then the lizard had to be the Jesus, lizard had to be like one that was actually born from lizards fucking you know, different than everybody else. So that's what you're trying to say then. <laughs> so the, I, like, I like where this is going. This is, a, this is a great TED Talk now. I'm into it.
2: Riddle me this. You know, people always say Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> oh, but what if he did kill himself? <laughs> you ever think about that? Fuck, you're think you something, Eric.
1: <laughs> I, think you're like, the only, I think you're the only person that's ever actually said that <laughs> like what if, live on a platform before. What, just, what if this guy just had some shit he was dealing
2: with?
0: I think we know what shit he was dealing with. think it's called Mental
2: Health Issues, Sam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's why December is Mental Health Awareness Month, I think. And we're going to talk about that today on Entropy Radio.
4: <laughs> we care Because we care. Are you sure it wasn't just this egg-shaped cock? I'm going to make sure that there is never
2: another Jeffrey Epstein. On this planet again, and in that, I mean, nobody kills
4: themselves ever again. <laughs> Amen to that. Thank hey, you. All proceeds from this episode will be going to the suicide prevention hotline.
1: The Jeffrey Epstein oh. Memorial Suicide. Hotline. Oh my <laughs> God.
4: <laughs>
2: so
1: how about that trial, guys? <laughs>
2: You know, the media is really not talking about that. I think there's a reason.
1: Oh, we're, get, we're it's getting sued. We're getting sued so Because hard. they don't we want to talk silly. about the stigma. We're so sued. Tom Cruise is going to sue our asses so hard. It's because
2: the mainstream media doesn't want to talk about the negative stigma <coughs> that mental health has nowadays.
1: Oh, look at this picture
2: of Kurt Angle. This is a picture of when Kurt Angle got a DUI in Grand Forks County. <laughs> yeah, he looks so happened. happy. Yeah. Do you want to know why he's so happy? Because he's he, on perks?
1: No, because he knows he's not one of us. <laughs> He's officially a Townie. He got a DUI.
2: Dude. <laughs> oh! Dude, I'm pretty sure it was
1: no. the guy who. Oh, no. Me. Yeah, pulled him it over. Is, it, is, it is a glory to know that me and Kurt Angle got arrested by the same guy. It really is all about who you know. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're probably gonna want to bleep the name out. <laughs> no, he's a public servant. It's fine. Right. Yeah.
1: Just just in case Kurt Angle's cronies come out and try to beat him up or it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we told you not to tell anybody about this. I have a broken freaking neck. You were the 11th police officer to arrest Kurt Angle for a DUI. You think this phases me? I want a gold medal with a broken freaking
4: neck. <laughs> I'm good for at least a dozen more DUIs. (laughs) Kurt Angle is an American hero. I'm not, that's never been a debate. I was going to say, let's not get it twisted. It's kind of like the whole O.J. Simpson thing, like, how can you talk to that monster? I will say this. You know who else was was an American hero? (laughs) The Kurt Angle does have
1: a problem, though. A really big substance problem. That guy drinks way too much fucking milk. How do you think his neck bones are so strong? Right. But I feel like he's, like, he's getting, like, that homogenized one. He's getting all the extra... What? <laughs> what was that? I'm bringing up the video of Mike Tyson talking about breaking his back. <laughs> 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 anyway, what I said, like, he's getting that homogenized... He's getting extra GMO in his milk. He's got to be. That's why he's keeping his neck still... Like, his neck bone's still broken. It's just encased in, like, 12 inches of straight steroid muscle.
2: Kurt Angle's neck is just, like, a stack of, like, 25 dimes that you, like, just squeeze together really hard and eventually it'll just kind of clink apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those gas station coin rolls. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, like, just snap it. Swap <laughs> <slap> it <laughs> in <against> the table. <tent. laughs> Yo, the
0: I one. do that, and then Kristen's like, you can just unwrap those. And I was like... <laughs>
4: it's a lot more fun to just Yeah, I always it, whap them. Like, it owes you some money. <laughs> you just look at her and say, you've, you've never broken a man's neck. <laughs> and it's obvious. <laughs> Rookie. Chris, I'm gonna drink all your sunny D. <laughs> That's what I got it
2: for, okay, man. Okay, cool. All right. Eric's coming
0: over. Better pour off that sunny D.
2: Since we're talking about spinal injuries, let's listen to this insane interview by Mike Tyson after winning a fight and talking to the reporter afterwards. It's fucking genius. What broke my back? What do you mean by that? My back is broken. What, a, a, a vertebrae or, or well. portion?
3: Spinal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they were asking him like, because you say you said he was wasn't feeling good during training, and that's what, actually what it was. He broke his back on a motorcycle accident like two weeks before the fight. It's final.
4: I don't final. What do you mean like a vertebrae?
1: <laughs> spinal back is broken. It's final. the best the best part of all this too, like you said like he had like if you know if you know the, story, the background on this one, like he said he was in a motorcycle accident and he got cleared like two weeks before to still fight. And then like two days before the fight he said that he had an illness, like he had been sick.
2: So I was in a up motorcycle up accident. accident.
1: And they brought that up after he asked about his illness, and he replied, "What was your illness? My back is broken." <laughs> they thought he was sick. He tried to pull up like the greatest line in boxing of all time. They're man. like, they're
2: "Like, what's wrong with you?" He's like, "My neck, my back, my pussy, and
3: my crack." My <laughs> <Not> pussy. <laughs>
1: I don't wanna rip Mike Tyson too hard in on this one right now because I do have a nice bit coming in with Mike Tyson and I wanna save some of that for you guys later. It's final. It's <laughs> final. It's final. I assure you it's gonna be good. <laughs> please don't please Mike Tyson, don't come find us and you know, just haymaker the shit out of us. I got family that loves me kinda. Dude, that guy is still <laughs> lethal.
2: Like, have you seen videos of him like yeah, he's you training. You've seen The Hangover? He oh fucking rocked that guy. <laughs> that,
1: that was, I don't care. anybody says that was not scripted. That was a real shot that Zach Galifianakis took. Because if you watch the movie again, he went straight out. Even before he saw his head hit the ground, like in the actual scene. Watch it again. Out cold.
3: Spinal. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: funny. Man. I'm gonna fucking sample that. Now. <laughs> do it. Hey, Sammy G, do you wanna do you wanna give us a sneak peek of your upcoming uh, to be released song? I don't know if you can do that off your computer right now, but that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I can just pause it. We'll edit it in. So here is white
3: In the white hearse, I might lurk and you better put my knife first, you quite hurt when I'm known to make the mic first, you got murked by a player that don't see worth, in your words, yeah you didn't ever die first, what can I say, you were lame and you were worse. you gotta grab the beat and attack her, you gotta be a motherfucking bastard. While I've been frozen on them, sure gang till they drop me in a coffin. Get brazed and I go commit a robbery. In pain when I wake till I fall asleep. Shrimp dick bitch with a limp wrist flick. When I flick my wrist, whole block gets lit. Chainsaw prank, can't see my bit. Gold tee show when I crack my lips. Never gave a fuck about another motherfucker coming to me Looking goofy in the winter of the summer Asking for a handout, tell me pull the bands out Now I gotta kill you just to show them who the thunder Life ain't frightening, anyone who steps at me Always acting recklessly, brandishing the tech is clean Born to sweep you off your feet, always spit impressively Always write extensively, watch his eye attention see Pussy weed, licking pills, I can never get my pill Independent fucking deal, Toxicated at the wheel Pop a couple more, then we roll it up I need medication. sticky weed, dollar bill Yeah, I need that money Ice in my mouth, got my nose all runny Cheeks all swollen, Chain so long That it swings back and forth when it's bouncing on my tummy You don't want to step to this And if you do it, will be a mess of this Always known to act a little reckless Win the tactic and when the pressure hits Switching lanes in the white hearse Switching lanes in the white hearse. Switching lanes in the white hearse. Switching lanes in the white hearse.
2: okay so that was it that was the attempted reboot of the entropy radio show um thank you for everybody coming out sammy g producing for us sitting on the computer um thank you to eric morrison special guest time bomb pro wrestling uh give a shout out to anything you want to people to go look up i uh, got any uh, follow me social media time bomb pro and everything uh just announced february 24th at sanctuary event center in fargo we're coming back uh more info at timebombpro.com for that. Oh, Sweet, yeah. So make far- a fire, fucking January
0: first. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. The white hearse sneak preview on only the Entropy Radio Show. This has been Luke D. I'm here with Chris Glenn, the Glenn Entertainment, and yeah, Corn yeah. Dog Cam Olson. Thanks, yeah, yeah. For, thanks for
1: listening. We should, I mean, we've been we've been trying to be canceled numerous times. <laughs> we should be canceled. We have, we have been canceled once, and nobody's even thinking about doing it. The fuck is wrong with you guys? Am I the only one who sees this?
2: Yes.
3: Oh, I guess I'll just stop talking. about
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys.